السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين الصلاة والسلام على أشرف المرسلين نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين أما بعد Dear brothers and sisters Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has blessed us by allowing us to live to see the month of Ramadan and in the month of Ramadan all of the worship that we have done so far has been a blessing from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because Allah azza wa jal is not worshipped and not obeyed without he giving leave without he giving the ability to do so so it is Allah who allows us who gives us the strength the ability to do the good deeds and then he rewards us for doing them. This is a great blessing from Allah Azza wa Jal. So, so far, we ask Allah Azza wa Jal to accept uh, our actions, you know, whether that is the fasting or our praying or our taraweeh or our sadaqat or our dhikr and our dua and all kinds of uh, acts of worship may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accept them from us however it is important to remind ourselves that we are coming to the third portion of this month the final 10 days this month is a month of mercy and a month of forgiveness and a month where the doors and gates of paradise are open and a month where the doors and gates of hellfire are closed and every night Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, every night of Ramadan, Allah saves people from hellfire. People whose names were written on the list of hellfire are removed from there and they are saved from the punishment. And this happens every night of the month of Ramadan. So we need to and we know that the sunnah of Rasulullah throughout his life is that the last 10 days of Ramadan he would do what? He would offer i'tikaf. Right? The last, the final Ramadan of Rasulullah he performed i'tikaf for 20 days. Despite him being a father and a husband and uh, having to, uh, he was a, a, a leader, right? He's running a state, the state of Medina, Al-Munawwara, and he has a responsibility of getting the message across to the entire mankind. Can you think of somebody who's, who's got <laughs> a busier life than Rasulullah But when the last 10 days of Ramadan came, he secluded himself, even from his companions, from his family from all other occupations and all of the occupations of Rasulullah are worship and ibadah but he did what the last 10 days of Ramadan this was a time for himself to gain nearness to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to gain the reward of Laylatul Qadr Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says khayrun min alfi shahr it is better than 83 years of worship one night If you get, if Apple store was to give 50% discount, 
What do you think? People will be waiting, not one night. They'll, they'll, they'll be prepared to stand for a week to get the last, latest gadget at a 50% discount. Allah is not multiplying. He's giving you the reward of 83 years of worship for the worship of Martin one night. So a person who loses out in these last 10 days of Ramadan, in Ramadan altogether, but specifically in these last 10 days, where the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is uh, encircling the entire ummah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sends, you know about Laylatul Qadr? Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi says, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sends Jibreel down with a group of angels. And they go out seeking the people who are worshipping Allah in this night. They come to visit them by leave of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. For Jibreel to come down, it shows what? It is not a light matter. Allah says, Inna anzalnahu fi laylatul qadr. Allah chose this night and this laylatul qadr to reveal the Quran from the sacred tablet to the first heaven. And what will make you know what is Laylatul Qadr? When Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells you this, what will make you know what is Laylatul Qadr? Although he is speaking to Rasulullah, but he is speaking to all of us, to all the Ummah of Rasulullah. Meaning that you can never value it, you can never estimate its value. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says it about Qiyamah. He says, what will make you know what is Al-Qari'ah? Meaning that you cannot estimate it. As a human being, you cannot estimate the value of Laylatul Qadr. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, it is enough as an honor that He selected it to reveal the Quran. وَمَا أَدْرَاكَ مَا لَيْلَةُ الْقَدْرِ لَيْلَةُ الْقَدْرِ خَيْرٌ مِّنْ أَلْفِ شَهْرٍ The night of power in the sight of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is better than a thousand months. Ulama say 80 odd years, 83 years and some months. Tanazzalul malaikatu wa ruhu fiha bi'idhni rabbihim. That angels and al-ruh, Jibreel alayhi salam, descend in this night by leave and permission of their Lord. Min kulli amr. And it is a time where we know that the people that are going to die in this year, their names are given to Malakul Maut. The people, the rizq that is prescribed for people is also being given. So all of the affairs in relation to the running of the world are what decided, Allah decided them 50,000 years before he created the heavens and the earth. Right? However, that decision is given to the angels that are dealing with the various departments. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Salamun hiya hatta matla'il fajr. Peace it is. Meaning, this is a time where to gain the mercy of Allah. This is a time where to gain forgiveness from Allah. And this is the time where to gain deliverance from hellfire. Until matla'il fajr. Until fajr time. So we have 10 nights. And Rasulullah has made it easy. And he said, that seek it in the odd nights. So actually you don't even have 10 nights. It is 10 nights that we have to, and 10 days of Ramadan that we should continue our efforts. But 
make an additional uh, effort in the in in the odd nights very simple have your iftar if you can come to the masjid come to the masjid before iftar after salatul as you've returned from work like for example tomorrow night uh, most of us are not working yes we are not working tomorrow okay G deal with everything and tomorrow is the 21st night and it has happened in the in the time of Rasulullah that Laylatul Qadr fell on the 21st. People are caught up with this whole 27th night. The masjid is full. Like we can worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala one night and just... <laughs> no. This is not a lottery or jackpot <laughs> that you're going to do one, one number and maybe you're going to make your... No. And actually a sign that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has accepted your worship is that you continue after that. Yeah. So... For example, tomorrow. Tomorrow we don't. We are most of us are not working. Okay. During the day, alhamdulillah, you deal with whatever you need to do, family uh, responsibilities and what have you. Salatul Asr, you come to the masjid. Why? Because Salatul Asr is the time where i'tikaf begins for those who are going to do i'tikaf. You come in Salatul Asr. You remain here. Have your iftar. Have iftar is provided in the masjid. Okay, you don't like the food that is provided in the masjid, bring your iftar with you. Right? We do it <laughs> when we have meetings, and we do it when we have an interview. But we don't do it when uh, it is Ramadan, because we don't value it as much as our... The, is there anybody who says to their, when they go and apply for work, look, I, I need two hours lunch. Uh, why is that, sir? Uh, well, you know what? You know, this cheese and cucumber sandwiches, I can't do that. Uh, I need my fresh roti and I need a nice curry and it has to be fresh and warm. Does anybody in their right mind? But we, do, we say that about Ramadan. Yeah, yeah, I can't even. What do you mean? Make iftar with. No, no, I need fresh food and uh, what I like. No, whatever. Bring your food to the masjid, have your meal. Look, you come in Salatul Asr. After Asr, we have tafsir. You remain until Maghrib. Before Maghrib, you will get the opportunity to make dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, which most of us miss when we are outside the masjid and it is time for iftar. We're just rushing about. You know, some people are driving, some people are on the train. Every, everybody is trying to get home for their iftar. You have your iftar 15-20 minutes. You go and make wudu, you return to the masjid. You can again make dua before Salatul Isha. Because what are we seeking? We are seeking mercy and forgiveness. How do we gain them? Through dua. Make dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Then you offer Isha Salah. Then you remain for 20 rak'ah of Taraweeh. Right? Okay. The rest of the nights of Ramadan, we, are, we have work in the morning and what have you. So we've stayed for eight or four, whatever it is that we have prayed. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accept. But in the odd nights, let's make an effort to remain with the Imam. You offer 20 rak'ah of taraweeh. Every sujood, every rak'ah has two sujood. That is 40 sujood. Plus your witter. How many sujood is that? Huh? Another six sujood. 46 sujood. Just in your, in your uh, uh, taraweeh and in your witter. In every sujood you say, Ya Allah, forgive my sins. Ya Allah, have mercy on me. Ya Allah, protect me from hellfire. For 10 nights. You think Allah is not going to answer your call, your dua, he will. But we have to show that we are in need. Okay, we can't maintain the same rhythm that we had in the, uh, the previous 20 days. No. We have to show Allah, to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that we are serious and we mean business. We want to gain. 
Because the merchandise of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is very, very valuable. He doesn't give paradise just like this. He doesn't give his mercy and his pleasure just like this. You think your five daily salah is enough to gain entry into paradise? Allah says to Sahaba, the best of mankind after Anbiya alayhi salam, He says, Am hasibtum an tutraku walamma ya'lam illahu alladheena jahadu minkum? Am hasibtum an tadkhulu aljannata walamma ya'tikum mathalu alladheena khalaw min qablikum? That do you think you will enter paradise just like this? You've said, yes, we believe. And you'll enter paradise? And you, you come across the accounts of previous nations. They had to face difficulty. It's a trial and darra. Mufassirin say that trial in their physical bodies and trial in their wealth. And they were shaken. Rasulullah describes that previous, uh, previous nations, for example, the story of Allah that Rasulullah tells us and Allah in the Quran, the people of Ukhdud. A fire is lit, you have two options. You leave Islam and you are allowed to live. You don't leave Islam, you are burnt in the fire. Allah says there are people who made that sacrifice. They have gained entry into paradise. You think you just that... Uh, five daily salah that you pray no concentration no devotion don't think about halal and haram don't think about where you're uh, uh, where, where you're earning mo- your money and where you are spending it and you think that we all just well wishing yes yeah yeah inshallah we're going to enter paradise if paradise is not for the believers who is it for so we need to make an effort consecrate as much time to the masjid as possible why? Because the masjid protects you from a lot of sins and a lot of other engagements. Come to the masjid, sit. You're very tired. You can't make dua, you can't pray salah, you can't read Quran. Come and sit. I said, lie down over there in the back and say, Allah, I am here for your mercy. Rasulullah said, for as long as a person remains in the masjid, they are being rewarded as if they are in worship. Why? Because they can be elsewhere, but they have chosen the house of Allah. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Rasulullah says that when a person comes to the house of Allah as a guest, it is an obligation upon the host to do what? To honor his guest. We, the weak human being, when somebody comes to your house as a guest, how do you treat them? How how do you look after them? And your your means are limited. Imagine Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala whose means are limitless. He says, His means are limitless what he has is beyond limitation so imagine the blessings that he will bestow on you as a host when you come as a guest to his masjid so spend most of our time in the masjid and if we cannot if we cannot for whatever reason be in the masjid let's remain in our homes remain at home don't go around without a necessity don't go out Okay, get all of this shopping and all of the requirements, get them done today. You have 10 days of Ramadan, either you are at home or you are in the masjid or you are in your place of work. That's it. No, no more. Yeah. So that we protect our time, we protect ourselves from committing sins, we 
make our occupations less and we devote our time to the worship of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And what are the best things? Aisha radiallahu anha said, Ya Rasulullah, if I come to know to see the signs of Laylatul Qadr and I come to know what it is or when it is, what should I say? He said, Say, Allahumma inna ka'afuun kareemun tuhibbul afwa fa'afu anni. That, oh Allah, you are forgiving and you love forgiveness, so forgive me. This should be a dua that is on our tongue and in our heart these last 10 days and 10 nights of Ramadan. That, oh Allah, forgive me. Because if Allah forgives our sins and has mercy on us, then we are the most fortunate. And if we come out of Ramadan and we have not gained the mercy and we have not gained the forgiveness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then we are the, the, uh, the most unfortunate Despite being Muslim, despite fasting Ramadan and staying up at night, and we have not gained the mercy of Allah and the forgiveness. So we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to grant us uh, His forgiveness, His mercy, entry into paradise and protection from hellfire, and to accept our deeds. Subhanakallah, alhamdulillah.